regular read of the latest LGBT plus trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of drag. Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and welcome to Season 3 of Girl. How are you all doing today, dear listener? As usual, we're here with our delightful thotter, Stew. Hello, loves. Our delightful jock in the making, Glenn Kevin. Hello, hello, hello. You um, say jock, then I open my mouth and they're like, very camp. <laughs> oh, oh definitely a dumb top, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and obviously, our delightful guest, del- delicious, wonderful... <clears throat> and obviously, our delightful guest, sublime songstress, who's been on television with 500,000 streams. Welcome to the Girl Podcast, Nevada Red. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. That was a great introduction. <laughs> I've, I've never had performance issues before, edited, but here we are. I love it. it was so natural and organic. <laughs> <laughs> no one oh, has ever said that about me. <laughs> no, that's not on the CV, that one. Yeah, I'm not it's... natural or organic. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you, it's all you. How are you doing, Nevada? I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you guys doing? We're queer and we're tired. Yay! Yay! Cracking. Exhaustion, eh? (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you so much for joining us, Nevada. What are you working on at the minute? Mm, um, So I'm working on my new music right now. So my week's pretty full on. Um, I've done all the recordings, the songs are ready. Now it's all about the marketing and the promotion, Mm. as you guys might know. Um, But yeah, it's been going really well. I feel quite lucky. How are you feeling about the music? Because I found that whenever we speak to musicians, they have this point of going like, hey, I've I've worked really, really hard on this and I'm sick of it. And now I've got to sound like I'm really excited about everything. <laughs> that is quite true. Um, <laughs> you know, ultimately, you know, we write music that we like. Like I write music that I love listening to. So that helps. Yeah, it gets to a point when you're like, I've listened to this song a million times. I'll <laughs> I'll through it and I'll perform through it, you know? Yeah. It's it's part of the game, yeah. So for those of you who might be discovering you for the first time, how would you describe your fabulous self? Oh, I always like this question. Um so I'm the genre that I make is called glam pop. Hmm. And dare I say I'd like to think that I'm the first one that has given this label to the kind of genre that I'm doing, which is it's a very specific kind of pop that you know, some key words to describe it are fierce, honest, sexy, raw, and kind of in your face. And my music, the music that's coming up is really like this. I've really like honed and like tuned into this like energy. Yeah. Just like telling my truth, you know, as a trans woman, as a pop musician. So yeah, I'm really excited about it. Exciting. It sounds amazing. I mean, it's a, a glam pop. Who doesn't want a bit of glam pop? in their lives right? and obviously you've you've mentioned straight away you know you're very honest about being a trans musician yeah. what has your journey been like sort of the journey of self-discovery and things like that mm. as a queer podcast we have lots of listeners you know in similar situations absolutely so i've um i've been a trans woman for one year 
and dare I say my whole life, but I, I've been official for a year. And before I was a guy and I still, you know, I belong to the LGBT community myself. And then I had like a one year bridge between the two identities where I was genderqueer. That was a really like fun exploration of myself where I was still male presenting, but, you know, I would, I would be wearing some beard on my face, but I would have makeup on until the day where I was like, actually, like, this is not enough for me. Like I am, I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm different. There's, there's more for me to discover. And that's when I was like, okay, this is the journey for me. And, you know, as a musician, like my music has also evolved with my identity. Like, you know, my next single is a very like sexy single. It's got that kind of like Justin Timberlake, Timberland, 2000, synthy, like in your face kind of vibe. And I, I had written that song as a man, but before releasing it, I was like, I just need to like make it more female for me. Like, cause that's just not me anymore. And so I went back to the studio and I'd like, I tweaked it. Like I added some stuff and now I was like, this is the song that I want to release. So yeah. That's amazing. Cause it's like, cause I think in the, in the queer community, I think, well, I think in all uh, like all humanity it's the idea of like experimenting like basically like you're saying you sort of you spend this time being genderqueer and you go like actually i i like this or you might just go i hate it because i know a lot of people that kind of go into a genderqueer thing and they're like actually actually no that that was a phase but it's you don't realize unless you experiment the same way we have all these in the past you had all these repressed people where they never actually looked into their bisexuality and then they end up like 40 with five kids and stuff and be like oh oh i hate this <laughs> you know yeah. yes and and thank god for their bravery and saying that they hate it you know it's never too late that's mm. what i believe um it's hard it's hard for queer people to be queer you know it's still hard so yeah I know what you mean. I, I agree. I, I think that's wonderful that you found yourself. Like, you know, you went through that chrysalis period and now you're sort of like going, actually, I'm I'm this, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 been a journey. Let me just tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's never too late. It's always like a nice message to keep with yourself as well. Like mm. people always imagine like they'll go like grow up, go to uni, find a partner and then that'll be it. But actually... I think for me personally, it's like I've always made more changes and learned more about myself in my mid to late 20s than I would have as a 16 year old. And it's like, yeah, like like it isn't too late. There's always an extra step to the journey. Always. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Always is. So with your journey into music, do you find that there's any any extra obstacles in the music industry for trans artists? Complicated question, but I'm going to just give my take on it. I think the music industry is hard for everyone because it's 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 the arts you know there's no real path for any artist to get where they want to get i do believe that my transness is what makes me more unique and i and i love that and i my my goal is to bring that transness in the mainstream world of music like straight cis guy if it's a trans woman if it's a, a queer woman I want them to listen to my music because they love my music, not because of what I look like or because, mm. you know, like I want them to connect to my truth via the music. And that's that's my goal um, as, as a trans woman, you know, making music in, in the industry. Yeah. It's nice that they get to hear that you're beautiful before see it. I think that's the kind of vibe that, especially your music, having listened to it quite a bit, especially recently, it's very much, you know, enjoy the music and then you can realise the artists, you know, a queer person or a non-queer yeah. person doesn't really matter but yeah you know for queer youth especially 
getting that representation and seeing it can give them that extra sort of kick. Like, right, okay, that person's done it. I can do it. It's it's just it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it takes courage to see courage, and I would love to be an inspiration for everyone, queer people, and non queer youth, and non. You know, on the same kind of subject, I guess, as we were talking earlier. Like, if you do, you have any advice for queer people, like from your particular journey, that you would be like, hey, if only I'd known this. Like, what would your advice be to young queer people? Mm, this is also another. Like, <laughs> Juicy question, isn't it? Um, <laughs> There's so many ways you could take it as well. You could just be like, fuck everything. You know, just... <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Um, I, so every journey is a different journey, and that's really important to know. So I had, for example, I had someone like Lady Gaga being my inspiration when I was growing up. And she is, I think she's she identifies as bisexual, but, you know, she is, she is queer friendly but she's not a queer woman per se mm. and still she was my queer bridge so I, I i i think it's really just as simple as just living your own truth and give yourself time if it doesn't come out as natural as you would like it to be it takes years maybe months or maybe i don't know all your life to get to that stage where you're like this is me like don't rush it because you've got your whole life to be yourself and as long as you want to be yourself then you know that's the path right there in front of you. Like, I didn't really know I was trans until <laughs> nine months ago. I was I was happy in my own male body. I, I didn't really have a lot of dysphoria. But when I did find out that I was transgender, I was like, can I swear? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think oh, yeah, I've yeah, already definitely. said fuck like, at some point. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, this is fucking amazing. You know, like, it, I got this, like, gender euphoria where I was like, oh, my God, like, this is life. This is what I want to live. Um. So yeah, be true to yourself, but give yourself time and have compassion for yourself as well. Ah, beautiful. You're so eloquent. Am I now? Wait till <laughs> I get drunk. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, then you yeah. become the old I'm fishwife. You'd be like, ah, oh, you fucking bastards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I swear I don't give a fuck if I can? That's it. She's like, oh, she's been on the sherry. <laughs> we all get there at some point, don't we? Um, so obviously, as a musician, uh, part of what we want to focus on is obviously having a chat about your music naturally um mm. so your single body rock which is possibly my favorite one to be honest it is a bop that really should be played in clubs a lot more often um that was obviously featured on netflix as well so that managed to make its way on the senior year how what happened you know what was the story <laughs> behind that was there like did they approach you for example Mm, okay, well, the song was out two years before it got on Netflix, so it took quite a long time for it to, like, you know, be spread it around. I am, you know, I've got a team that I work with, and they, like, send this song for, like, sync and, like, you know, music and TV and ads, and that's a really good way for musicians to be heard. And at one point, I just received this email, and this was, like, a few months before the film came out, and they were like, oh, yeah, like, so Body Rock is going to, you know be on this film it's netflix it's rebel wilson and you know this is the money that you well deserved and i was like what the actual fuck <laughs> like what on earth like this song was released two years ago you know like the momentum had finished but but yeah that's how music works it gets rediscovered and then i got so many messages from all around the world like i've got fans in papua new guinea and i've got fans in japan and it just feels so amazing that you know all the hard work gets gets seen gets gets felt you know that's the recognition it deserves i think it's a thing though with like where people don't seem to realize because i know too many musicians where they just sort of finish something and then they just put on the on the internet they just put on soundcloud and they're like 
that'll become big now. And you're like, you don't like with acting and stuff, you have to go to a thousand auditions. You have to get your song and send it to everyone in the hope that it comes up. And, and there are these services where you can go, Hey, show this around to people and stuff like that. And, you know, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm also an actress, so I know what you mean about the auditions. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, God, multi-talented. Try, we try. (laughs) We try our best. (laughs) So going on to your music, uh, so far this year, you've released a whole bunch of great new music, including High Price and the latest single, Until I'll Cease to Be. Mm -hmm. Are you planning on treating us to any more really good hits before the end of the year? Absolutely. So my new song, and I'm saying it for the first time live. um, Exclusive. It's coming out on the 28th of October. It's a Friday and it's called Naughty. And that's going to be the beginning of the new era. After that, I've got, you know, some bops coming up all in the genre of glam pop, synth pop. And I'm really excited to share it with the world. (laughs) The beginning of the naughty era. Oh, my. Oh, it's happening. It is happening. (laughs) I feel like I got a tingle when you said that you were like naughty. I was like, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Can you feel it? Oh, my God. I'm feeling so naughty. (laughs) So naughty. I feel that, like, follows that late. Well, I feel that follows your latest photo shoot really nicely. Like, that red dress and those chunky heels. I was like, what size? (laughs) What size shoe is that? (laughs) And now the fetishes come out, eh, Glenn? (laughs) I cannot say. <laughs> Thank you. That was a beautiful photo. And actually, my boyfriend uh, shot that photo. So there you go. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Talented. Does <laughs> that mean you get the photo shoots for free? Indeed. And I just <laughs> give him love in return, as one does. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think he's got the better deal here, to be fair. <laughs> fair. Yeah. You only gets the love from it. What more could he want? I know, I know, right? (laughs) It's that kind of crazy thing. Like, how do you make your music, like, in terms of the actual, the flow of things? Because obviously, like, with Body body Rock and your earlier music, like, you know, that you released in, like, uh, 2020, wasn't it? Mm -hmm, During COVID. Yeah, and it's this idea of, like, it's fascinating because it reminds me of, like, Savage Garden, like, sort of Darren Hayes, like, you know, that kind of wonderful, sultry kind of, queer vocal mixed with mm. like Vangelis kind of like music and whatnot it's like it's such a wonderful mix how does that come about yeah um I really like the word did you use the word evangelic evangelist oh I, like, I, I, this... I there, there was a synth um soundtrack composer called Vangelis but obviously based upon those words and stuff but I definitely describe it as angelic though mm, yeah because there's, there's a lot of like spiritual energy in my music a lot of like you know, mystery that I try to uncover with my music. So Body Rock, for example, I wrote in a, at a night out and I was just like, you know, dancing in a club and there was this like synth, uh, like a bass synth and speakers. And I was like, oh, like, oh. and sometimes I got my phone and, I, and I'm dancing with my friends and yeah. we're all like partying. And I'm like, wait, 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 I just need to like record like a snippet of a song. And I just, like, I basically, I duck while everyone else is dancing yeah. and I go like, Neon's got me thinking but a way to make you love me yeah. and I did that and then I was like and then I you know I go home and I'm like ha let's make it into a song like what is this song about you know isn't it crazy though I think people don't realize how important it is to actually like especially now that we have phones to just record stuff so when you're out and about you just kind of get an idea for something you're like hold on let's just get this down and then you listen to it later and you're like that is awful <laughs> mostly but you know <laughs> 
so many times. I'm like, was that me? Oh, God. Am I worthy of this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's very Instead of that, do a better version of it, and there we go, it's fixed. <laughs> yes. yeah. It's a very Gaga process that, like, I always remember Lady Gaga, she said, like, whenever she does songs, she's like, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll just wake up in the middle of the night and be like, I have a lyric, grabs a phone, records it, puts it down, and be like, on the toilet, I have a lyric. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, How it's... did we work before phones, though? Like, you know, in the old times, they're like, just like, you know, <laughs> they just you know they what? just yell out to the bard or something, and they get them to, like, note the music down. They're like, I, <laughs> I have an idea. Get the bard. <laughs> or a lot of songs were just gotten sent to oblivion oh, you know oblivion know. songs oh but so what are your goals for the future then like you know obviously you know i think we can guess what your goals for the future are but uh are you sure you can guess oh go on then surprise me <laughs> no. um, well so my you know the, the next goal is i want to like get my team bigger i want to get a record deal i want to like you know get a number one hit i want to i want you know my music to to get on that Spotify playlist, to get that music video done. It's really about like living my truth and like making my life into a work of art with my music, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then, you know, five to 10 years, get a residency in Vegas. And then we're all set. <laughs> Love like, it. Why not? There, there, are, there are far worse goals that you can have. I think they're brilliant goals. <laughs> there are also far worse people with the Las Vegas residency. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Let's not name anyone, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> can I get cancelled, Stu? <laughs> I didn't name any names, so I'm not getting cast. You, you didn't, you didn't. I know who they are. Right, Nevada, what we want to do now is a little thing we like to call the game. Is it, we Do we have a better name for it than that? Like, is it just the game? I don't think we've ever called it the game. The game. <laughs> have we just lost yeah, the game? I just remember last time Stu came up with the name for a game. It was in the wrong... It was for the... <laughs> Wrong country. The wrong country. How many Canadian guests have we had, Stu, and you still don't know the national anthem for Canada? <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Sorry, Nevada. Uh-huh. Totally, that was a total sort of infighting there. So, what you have the opportunity to do is win a fabulous Stu Peter badge. <laughs> by going head-to-head with one of our presenters now... It's either me or Glenn, so I think it's going to be you again, Glenn, isn't it? No, it's nope. you. It's Your me? Son. Oh, piss. Right, okay, so I was not planned <laughs> at all for this. <laughs> this is what I nope, get Glenn, for only glancing at the notes. <laughs> Glenn did two in a row. I did the last one. Okay, uh, well. This week, in celebration of Nevada, we have a queer music. Ooh. So, if you don't get any right, you are banned. Am I banned from Everett. being queer? Am I going to have to go and buy like Just sort of football t-shirts and stuff? <laughs> no, no, no! You're just banned from the community. Nevada's still welcome, regardless. Of oh, right, okay, Nevada's. that's fine. That's fine. You personally, <laughs> at least the queer community um, doesn't lose anything. No, <laughs> it's a game. Here, really. like, <laughs> they they gain more hair. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So the way it works is our contestants have five questions each alternating, and the person who gets the most will get the Stu Peter badge. Isn't that right, my dear Thotter? That is correct. We even have a special question at the end, just in case there's a tiebreaker. Do we usually do it every week just for the crack? Yes, we do. Um, Does one person always definitely do better than the other one? Usually better than Glenn? Yes, they do. Um, So... To save Glenn from the shame of any more silver badges, he is the beautiful assistant. He will be keeping score. Uh, I have my quill. 
Ooh, you have <laughs> your quill. Ooh. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Velvet will be sweating to death trying to think of the answers. To <laughs> so, are we ready? Oh God! So, is it like whoever answers first, like gets the point? Oh no! You take it in turns. Uh, there's no no fighting at all. Like Shakira yeah. said, no fighting. Peaceful. It's peaceful. Okay. Peaceful. It makes yes, it better because you can see when the other person knows the answer to the question and it's not their question. You're like, ah, why didn't I get That's that? Part. One? That's part of the joy. Okay, Excellent. So as always, our guest will be first. So Nevada, Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody is the best selling Queen song on record. What is the second? Oh my god. Is it Another One Bites the Dust? Nope. I think that was third. Uh, it is one yeah. of the champions. Ah. According to whichever site I Googled now. Um <laughs> Technically, strictly speaking, not all of my questions are correct. Um, it's correct by the website that I check. So, <laughs> we trust you. We trust so, you. So yeah. we can we can fix the game just by editing Wikipedia, basically. Probably, yeah. <laughs> oh well. Uh, so Velvet, which two queer artists recently had a number one hit with their duet "Unholy"? Two queer artists. Um, queer artists. Um, okay. Um, hmm. uh, it was number one like last week. Uh. I don't know. Um, Dale Winton and uh, Lee Bowery. Shockingly, no. <laughs> um, I believe one of those people, both of those people are dead. We, you know, they're not going to let it get in their way, really. I mean, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, it was dead. Demi Lovato, Demi and Sam Smith. Oh, right, character. yes, okay. It's, it's no, not that's incorrect. Wrong. It is Kim Petras and Sam Smith. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Did someone just <laughs> edit Wikipedia there while you were looking? <laughs> no, someone was someone was Googling Demi Lovato at the same time and uh, wrote that down completely wrong. Uh, so we'll just edit that bit. Excellent. Or will we? <laughs> Nevada, how many albums has Janelle Monet released? Oh. I want to say three. You should say th- <laughs> correct. Yay! We have a win. We Woo! finally have a point. That is more than most of these games end up. I love <laughs> the last couple. Her. Bloody hell. Chanel is She's fantastic. amazing. I love her. Um, hopefully a fourth very soon. Mm. Keep an eye out for that one. Velvet, in which year did Adam Lambert compete in American Idol? Um, 2004. Nope, 2009. Oh, right. Mm. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I was I thinking believe... more 2009, 2010 there. I was on this yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, I, I, think... remember, I remember watching it and being like, definitely a homosexual. <laughs> Myself, by the way. Good lord. <laughs> that man's a homosexual. No, not that yeah, I, I believe like, he came. Was it 30 game? He, he didn't win, but he's, he's definitely won after. Mm. And he's blossomed since. I, I mean, think second place syndrome. You know, where he just goes, hey, you didn't win, and you become more successful. No. Third place syndrome, I believe, oh. actually. Uh, but who's the real winner who knows who won that season mm-hmm. i couldn't name them uh excellent so nevada in the religion of the insecure i must be myself respect my youth is a line from which lady gargas in the religion of the insecure, all this way correct thank you and i also got you to sing technically so <laughs> in a way oh, no. yes. excellent <laughs> um okay velvet which country did eurovision icon netta represent which year was this? 2019? 18? 19? The one that she won. Finland. Finland? <laughs> yeah. Would you like another go for free? <laughs> um, 
The, You'll get a point, but please give me better than fifth. The, the county of Georgia in the United States. Wow. Her, no, uh, Israel. <laughs> if you're going to fail, answer. fail dramatically. Yes, <laughs> with style. Yeah, absolutely fair. Um, so Nevada, back on the absolute joy that is Kim Petras. Which fruit did she recently sing about? Coconuts. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What a tune that is as well. well. Yeah. What I mean, yeah. came out and then coconuts followed. Yeah. And, now, and, and then Jimbo's oh, coconuts came out. Oh, Jimbo. I miss Jimbo. <laughs> uh, excellent. Velvet. On which song did Elton John duet with Blue? Blue. 90s boy band Blue. Yes. Ooh. 90s? Early 2000s? I think, no, I think yeah. it was 90s, wasn't it? Oh. Yeah, there were more 90s, I'd say. Late 90s, so probably go more. So go more early two thousands. After I've said that, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think, it was a cover of "Have a Cheeky Christmas" by the Cheeky Girls. I wish that was the right yeah. answer. Oh my god, <laughs> I would listen to that. Uh, I, love how I don't know any of these questions. I'm like, wow. I've never done. Glenn has brought like failure to our to our side. No, no, don't pin this it's one on cur- me. The curse of Glenn. <laughs> Given that you've that been bragging, time. Bell was bragging about winning a quiz in <laughs> yeah, the game once. It. <laughs> oh, one how the mighty have fallen! I know. <laughs> First my hair, and now this. Uh. <laughs> no. Uh, the correct answer was sorry. Seems to be the hardest word. If anyone cares. Um, ah. Pretty, pretty decent song. Yeah. Um, so Nevada, it was the cover of it, an Elton John song. So it was basically there, like Elton John doing his song again, but with blue this time. Was it a cover? I think so. It wasn't Sorry the Hardest yeah. Word is an Elton John song? It's an original oh. Elton. Yeah, it's original oh. Elton John. Mm. <laughs> okay. The more you know, the more you know. I just heard it on the radio recently. I was like, oh, cool. I'll put that in the quiz sometime. <laughs> um, perfect. Okay. So, Nevada, last question mm-hmm. for you. Yep. In what year did Jessie J release her hit Nobody's Perfect? Um, is it 2012? 2012? So close. It was 2011. 2011. Okay. Oh, Almost close. got it. Nearly. Very, very close. Yeah. Um, so finally, Velvet. Which of Sia's music videos features a cameo from Cher LaBeouf? Oh, I know this one. And he, He's in the Shayla booth, basically. It's the one where they're Looking in the. It's the one at the where they're in the cage, and they mm-hmm. and it's yeah. the single that came out after Chandelier, I think. It is it? And is. it was called. <laughs> oh no! Okay, um, I've totally lost it. You know when you get a mental blank, and it's like I know the single that like was before it. I know the single that came after it, but I have no idea what the name of this <laughs> one was. Um. It was uh, uh, Slap My Ass, Make Me Squeal. <laughs> Can I just say, Val, your head got like 20 times more shinier <laughs> while you were thinking that. That's what happens when I think. <laughs> it's a, it increases the, the, the shine. It increases the shine. <laughs> the shine. Oh, oh no, um, maybe it's it... like sweat. Oh, that's horrible. What a horrible idea. <laughs> no, it's not. It just, my... <laughs> I have no idea, but yes. So I've done the incredibly well is, here. So uh... be thankful you cannot see the shiny, sweaty head. <laughs> uh, the correct answer, just to uh, to wipe off some of that sweat, was elastic heart. Mm. Tits. Tits. Yes, tits. Despite it being blatantly obvious, who's won? Uh, Glenn, <laughs> would you like to read us the results? Hang on. Let me just count the scores. <laughs> 
So Velva got. Hang on. <laughs> Times so, by ten. Get the abacus out. Drop the zero. <laughs> double that. Vel got zero. <laughs> uh, well done. And Nevada won with three points. Yay! Well done. That is, that is actually one of the highest scoring we've had we, in this it? season. <laughs> no, actually, no. I think in the, in the, the second half of this season. You know, I think certainly. Certainly. Thank you. I well love done. The they were great. You well will done, be Nevada. sent a beautiful custom Stu Peter badge in Come some on. kind of gold slash rosy gold colour um, in the post. We will get that out to you. Oh. Do you guys want to do the tiebreaker just for fun? Go on. Mm-hmm. Maybe I can turn Go it around. <laughs> <laughs> Believe in yourself. If you, get, if you get the exact number, I'll give you five points. <laughs> I can imagine everything. Five million three hundred thousand two hundred and seventy-five. Oh, yes. yes. That's correct. There, there we go. Done. <laughs> there you um, go. So, I'll ask you each uh, to just give me uh, a number. So, how many million views does the iconic anthem Believe by Queer Ally Share have on YouTube? To the nearest million, so no uh, exact. I'll give you a clue. Quite high. Quite high, yeah? Okay, I'll go for 850 million. 12 it. That's a lot of millions. Um, it is. Many. I'm not going to go that high. Hmm. I'm going to go with... 345,000, no, million. 345 million. 345,000 million! <laughs> you think a share has 345,000 uh, <laughs> views, I think. No, I'm thinking of the, a, a, a dodgy uh, Spanish YouTube account they set up for her and stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, no, uh, um, 340 million. The correct answer is actually 249 million. So it's quite high, but uh, I may have oversold it. I think it should have been closer to Nevada's, to be fair, because weren't we saying in the last quiz that oh, like, um, Lincoln Park had like a billion? Wow. Oh, yeah. I think the reason that something like Believe won't have as big uh, uh, sort of viewing is because it came out before YouTube. So yeah. with something like Lincoln Park, that came out after YouTube began. Yeah. And also, lead singer, unfortunately passing, does yeah. tend to trigger more views. As, <laughs> I mean, it's good. it's good that it does, in a way, but it's sad that he passed. Yes. Um, <laughs> thankfully, Cher is still alive. Um, by the grace Ew. of the gays, she's yes. still <laughs> If anything happens to Cher now, you are going up there with the man who killed Julie Garland. <laughs> hey, at least Jinx Bassoon will reference me in Snatch Game. <laughs> I'll take that. So, now that we have uh, finished our little queer music themed game, suppose we're here for a little queer themed question for Nevada. How do you feel music is able to influence society? Broad question. Go for it. Wow. A beautiful question. I think every single realm in the arts has the power to influence people. Without art, there will be no world. There will be nothing. Um, so I think that music is, is one of the most accessible um, realms of art. You know, almost every single human being will have a preferred genre and a few favourite artists. So I think it's, it's a really, really powerful tool to spread, you know, whatever you want it to spread. So, yeah. I, that's one of the reasons why I make music as well. I want to like send that love and send that you know self-expression all around the globe. Yeah. 
Do you find it like helps you express yourself? Like in terms of things that you you wouldn't normally be able to express, you can do through your music. Mm, absolutely. So when I broke up with my previous ex boyfriend, I wrote. Wasn't 15... a photographer. No, no, the one before. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote fifteen ballads in like three months, which is a is a re- it, it, it's it's a high number, you know, to go through that whole process fifteen different times. So definitely, you know, there's a lot of that. Uh, in music creating wow yeah yeah nearly to adele levels that (laughs) (laughs) i'd be here for a glam pop adele style album i can can yeah yeah you're vibing with it Mm. (laughs) one day so what what do you recall being the first piece of music that had a real impact on your life Mm, i love that um well, you know, I'm going to show the tattoo on my wrist. Mm-hmm. It's hair and it's a Lady Gaga song. And, you know, when it came out, I was 17 and it just rocked my world. I was like, no one had ever written a song that felt more like home than she did with this song. And I've had it on my wrist ever since. And, you know, hair is one of the most precious songs I hold in my heart and what made me fall in love with Gaga and her music. So, yeah, that would be my answer. Wasn't it crazy that that wasn't a single? Like, you know, where, as in, like, when it, the album was coming out, they went, oh, well, we'll throw out some promotional sort of things, but we we'll, won't make them full singles. And then you were like, really? Like, you know, it had hair and Edge of Glory. And then, like, it Edge did, of Glory, yeah. they were like, oh, well, we'll, we need to make this a full single. We weren't expecting this to become, like, you know, a yeah. massive phenomenon. Yeah, something that happens quite often is it's not the artist's choice, really. It's the record label. And there was a lot of that in Lady Gaga's career where she was like, Actually, I want to release this because I want to release it. But you know, it's not, it's not as that it's not that simple, really. Well, I remember the, you... uh, the in my gay culture reference is that Kate Bush had to actually run screaming and crying to the record label people in order to get Wuthering Heights released as a single, because they wow. you know they they were like, no, no, it'll never chart, kind of thing. We can't do this, and she literally just had to sort of go, no, you have to do this. This is my song. And then you look back and you're like, yeah, if that hadn't have happened, like if that hadn't have been the breakthrough single. That's amazing. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was going to be James and the Cold Gun was what they wanted to do because it was a more traditional sort of like, uh, you know, rocky pop song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. (laughs) He ran up that hill and made a deal with the music company. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Who isn't God, (laughs) coincidentally. Can I just ask Nevada, do you find when you do taking music to your record label is there is there many tweaks to it or do you find that you stay very much with intact with the original or is there a lot of changes in the process can you ask me again sorry so when you take your music to the uh, record label Mm. do you find that there's a lot of changes made that they'll be like actually could we do this can we swap that or do you find that you get a lot of control over like this is how i want it to look go it hasn't happened yet. I haven't really uh, done the whole record label thing, so I don't really know. But um, I didn't want to I... interrupt you there, Glenn. I was like, well, actually, you know. That hasn't happened yet. Um, but I, I'm sure that there's like a compromise has to be made between mm. the artistry, you know, my integrity as a performer and as a musician and, you know, what they think would work best for my career long term. Yeah. It's it's a compromise. So, yeah, I, I think mean, it's, it... it's a co-creation, yeah. 
I mean, I, one question would be like, how much do songs change over the course of you sort of uh, doing them? And how would you feel if there was someone who stepped in and went, maybe if this was, you know, maybe if this was less of a, you know, like a glam pop song and more of a sort of like a country and western ballad, you know, like, <laughs> we, we, you, you know, like something insane where you're just going yeah. like, I don't think you get what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah. So I think I'm I'm one of those artists that I'm always really open about you know, feedback hmm. because art is meant to be talked about and, and and shared and commented on. But there's a lot of like, like mama bear kind of feeling like, do yeah, not yeah. touch my song or I'll kill you, you know? Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, it's, they change quite a lot when they, when they start as demos and then they, you know, I've got a trustworthy producer. He's been re- producing all of my songs. And sometimes in the studio, he's like, I'm just going to try this thing. Yeah, Like I go to him and it's like a piano ballad. And he's like, I'm going to try this thing. Tell me what you think. And for a single actually was for the song, I Will Try. That's that's out. And he basically recorded the whole synth bass line. And I was like, this is sick. <laughs> and then we built the song from there. But the demo was so different. Like, yeah. I hope I never share with people. But it was just, yeah, just really different. Well, I think it's one of those good, it's to have that and you just like, one day I will put this on a B-sides thing. One day this will appear on like, you know, the, the, the bonus disc of a release kind of thing. release demo, yes. So if you could introduce our listeners to, you know, three other artists, like queer or oh. not, who would they be? Oh, wow. They, they would not familiar with or just general I think just generally like if you just want to say like sort of oh yeah Elton John and we're like oh never heard of him before you know like (laughs) (laughs) but you know if if it's something that you know someone who means a lot to you that you're like going I could not live without this in my life that isn't Gaga obviously because you know that isn't Gaga okay Um, first answer would be Charlie XCX uh, especially like in in, like the American like I don't know how big she is in America but she's very big here in the UK Mm. and she's just so like Oh, her songs are so like fucking great and just so unique. Um, one of my friends, actually, he's called Jimmy Harvey, and he's he's like um, a bedroom pop kind of indie performer, and his music is just to die for. I highly recommend checking him out. Uh, what what's his? Uh, does, does he have an Instagram or a SoundCloud? Uh, yeah, his name is Jimmy Harvey. Jimmy Harvey, cool. We'll put him in the description. Absolutely. And then I want to say is Beyonce too mainstream? <laughs> Who? Has she Who been in some things? Is she, is she new? And it was just so like amazing. Like, <laughs> so like, she keeps making great art and I, and I love her for it. So she's a big inspiration for me. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. No? Well, that's delightful. Thank you so much, Nevada, for being here. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to promote? Mm, thank you. Yes. Yeah, so please make sure that you follow me on social media, on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. My name is Nevada Red and my next song is coming out in less than three weeks. So make sure that you follow me. Exciting times. Oh, actually, one thing I wanted to ask is where does the name Nevada Red come from? Because it's a flower, isn't it? It's a flower. I never heard of that before. I think no. so. I, I, I Googled it and it's a genus of flower. Is it? So Nevada is my actual name. Like, that's my thing. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. And red is because my life is red. Sex, <laughs> blood, passion is all I care about. So There we go. I think it's the yeah, first time we've asked new questions at the end. 
again. Here yes. we go. <laughs> Sex and passion. What a treat. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. No, thank you so much yeah. for being here, uh, Nevada. Right. Thought so S- Stu, do you have anything that you'd like to promote? I would like to promote continuing to follow girl, uh, continue to follow every single person that we ever have on the podcast. There is a good reason we invite them on the podcast. They are amazing. Um, and as usual, be gay, do crime. <laughs> and Glenn? Well, I'm going to promote one of the uh, members of my flock from the Newcastle Ravens, oh. the LGBT inclusive rugby club. The only one in Newcastle, by the way, just, just saying, well, in Newcastle, in Northeast. You know, nobody for miles, just us. <laughs> anyway, um, my dear newbie, uh, Jordan, is currently saving up for his top surgery. I got excited, but it's not getting a top. He's getting, he wants to save up for his actual top surgery to have, as I said, juicy man pecs. Juicy so he's working really pecs. hard at the moment and has a delightful GoFundMe page. So if anybody can donut, Donate, donut. <laughs> if donate anyone can donut, donut. <laughs> if, <laughs> if anybody can donate to Jordan's page, uh, we're going to pop the link on the description in the po- for the podcast and the promos on Instagram. Um, so please go fund Jordan. Hashtag promote the pecs. <laughs> Love that. Amazing, and I will be. And I'm going to be taking a bit of a break, actually. So just follow me on Instagram and then I'll be back in December for uh, performances and shit. (laughs) And shit. It's just me thing. I'm literally, I'm really excited about just taking a break because I, I was literally like, September's really full. That's cool. That ends there. And then October's been really full. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, thank you, dear listener, for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode of Girl. Let's say goodbye, everyone. One, two, three. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Brilliant. Cut. We're out. Oh, 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 oh.